Should I talk about the wedding I'm going to? Yeah, sure. Uh, again, not sure if it's an actual wedding or reception, but fairly certain it's just a reception because I'm pretty sure I've heard them say they're getting married in a courthouse, like their official marriage. But I know that people like also have a ceremony with a bunch of people and then also get married at like a real their real courthouse, whatever. But it's Western themed. Yes, the people from Texas. I mean, not from Texas. Laugh. Go ahead. Whatever. I know. Uh, um, are you kidding me? Rustic is so in right now that people like probably, I mean, they don't go to the extent of being like Western themed, but like whatever. Your rustic fucking wedding uh, is technically Western. Yeah. Yeah, your shabby chic wedding. Anyway, whatever. Sorry, um, I'm adding everybody who likes I like rustic stuff, but, like, I'm adding everybody for it because, literally, it's been... It's all that's here. It's all that's here in Texas, so whatever. Except in my mom's and I's apartment. It yeah. will never be because we're not big fans of Western things. I, like, don't own cowboy boots. I don't own a cowboy hat. I don't own any of that shit. Like, I literally had to borrow Monica's boots for tonight um, because, of course, Monica and Isabel have boundless amounts of Oh, do you Western want a hat? Wear. No, I really don't. Okay. Thanks. I got a new cowboy uh, hat. It's super cute. It's I Stetson. can't believe you have a cowboy hat. I, I have two. She has more than one. Yeah. yeah. I like... Stetsons are really nice, by the way. It's I super really don't because I am doing this against my will anyway. So, like... I can match easy- your cowboy boots. You know... Thank you. But, no. Uh, I could easily wear whatever I wanted because she's cool like that. But, like... I'm going with the flow. Also, like, when will I ever get a chance to wear jeans to a wedding again? True. Um, Not at mine. Britney Spears jean dress. All out oh, no. No. You will no. not be wearing that at my wedding. I no. don't. No. I won't. I won't I'll show up. I, I swear to God, I won't. Well, <laughs> you guys are in the bridal party, so. Right. I'm not, I'm not too yeah, worried. You're telling me what to wear. I'm not too worried about what to wear to your wedding. Like. I was like, y'all are in the bridal party, so, like, <sighs> I don't get a choice at this point. Y'all ever thought about your weddings? Like, yeah. We literally we just do. talked about it b- way before we started. Oh, I already have a plan. I know what we want. It. We, we've we talked about this multiple, like, multiple times. We should preface we, this by saying they are not engaged. Oh, no. We're not engaged. <laughs> Uh, but we already know like the venue we want it to be at we already know like the theme we want it to be we know the kind of date. what venue um we just talked about this you're gonna have to bleep this out because it's really you recognizable. looked at me well he's so the one doing this well you need, to, you need to bleep it out because it's pretty recognizable it's gonna be a Shut the fuck up, Monica. When we went and saw my favorite murder there, like we talked about how beautiful. Yeah, we want to have the reception there, so the wedding would be at the Catholic church that's closest there, which is. Oh yeah, yeah, which is also a pretty church. So like, we're not mad. It is a really pretty church. And then um, I I went to a wedding there. So the theme would be a masquerade ball, and so we'd be giving out masks as like favors. 
Y'all should get married on Fat Tuesday. We actually want to get married on Halloween, so that's why it's the theme. Yeah. <laughs> Halloween's a cheap day to get married on. Oh my god, I would just be living. Yeah. Oh, I also got. <laughs> yeah. Isn't it a great like? That's cool. Yeah. That's really like hipster. I would totally. It's really get married us. On Halloween. Yeah, I don't know. Like, it is. It's very like it's very us themed, which is. What Are we, we gonna wear black dresses? I feel like you would have no. bridesmaids in black Are dresses. Are you gonna wear a black dress? I've thought about it. Uh, uh, they're a beautiful my wife black would wedding. Be alive. <laughs> the the the. the there's, black wedding dresses that are out there are gorgeous. There's anyway. some really pretty ones which have like black beading and turns into white, which I like, or like a black overlay over a white dress, which I like. Sure. But I kind of want to go with the traditional like white yeah. wedding dress. Also, I don't. I mean, I you're getting married in the Catholic Church. I don't think they care what you wear necessarily. Yeah, it might, it might be a little weird. Yeah. <laughs> I'm wearing black to my <laughs> I'm so goth. Yeah. But, I'm but also, he's not Catholic. He is not Catholic. That's going to become an issue. No, it's not. You can still get, he can still get married in the Catholic Church as long as he agrees to have our kids grow up to be Catholic. That's what. In, wait, literally, like St. Thomas is like, you had to like sign off your kids. Yeah. Yeah. Well, y'all still have to go to, um, like, yeah, we still have to stuff. go to counseling stuff to get married in the oh, church. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, but I've already googled it so that this wasn't a problem because my mom's still trying to convert him every single day of my life but you know he Just likes his fake church it. and he's christian so it's not like it's a problem so to me at least so i've already made it known but my mom would not allow me to get married anywhere else so okay. outside of the catholic church yeah yeah uh what have you ever thought have I ever thought about my hypothetical wedding? Only yeah. since I was six. <laughs> yes. <laughs> I thought the answer was like, of fucking course not. <laughs> no. Uh, like, she, she's the oh one who's been looking at what She used like, to look at wedding dresses during high I school. Mean, I didn't know this about high you. High school. Oh my God, that should be my thing. Yeah. No, I'm kidding. Um, I mean. Because I make jokes all the time about how I'm never going to get married. But yes. like, But li- she literally was looking at weddings before. You could throw a fucking party for yourself. Like, just my, as I get older, it's become one of these things where I'm like, have a get married at the courthouse or whatever, and then have like a bomb ass fucking reception she, and, and honeymoon know, or whatever. You know, I'm going to have an open bar. There's no way I'm going to get through this wedding without an open bar. Oh my so. God. Uh, make sure you eat. Brides usually don't. Oh, that um, was my job as a maid of honor. I was going to say, y'all are my, eat. y'all are two of my bridesmaids, so you can help me out there. Uh, lightweight <laughs> over here needs to have her food. Anyway, I mean, do you like like as if you wouldn't eat? You eat all the time. Yeah. Anyway, you just don't eat a lot. Yeah. Well, you're distracted because so many people are coming exactly. up and talking to you. Yeah. But and I, you're like not nervous, but you're like caught up in the moment that you don't eat, think of eating. Yeah, and I think now, like a lot of millennials who are getting married and stuff, at least for weddings I've been to, it's really cool. Like they like they make an announcement like okay the bride and groom are gonna sit down and eat now like they're eating don't Wait. don't like let them eat and then come up to them in a little while um which like i've had family members do so this bridal company actually started following me and their themes are like dark and dreary and so that's, that's it's sick. like so amazing that's like, really cool um so i follow them a lot i'm gonna shout them out right now because it's okay. honestly like beautiful it's called prisco bridal magazine and we get that in the mail anyway it, yeah. but like their styling so like they followed me on their instagram and their yeah. stylings look absolutely gorgeous it's something like i would love to have like 
a lot of darker, like greenery. Oh, that is cool. Like it's a very yeah. much like my style, and so that like kind of rustic. One thing they had on there that I really loved was they had a skull, a skull um, on one of their tables, which I showed Wolf immediately, and I was like, I would, "This is." I get- love that <sighs> you know i would have like the gothiest wedding yeah i mean, I mean like I'm not really deep, like maroons like, for you a velvet maybe i don't know I, just tell me just tell me i mean I, again <laughs> <tell> me. stars <laughs> space <laughs> okay like again uh the bomb ass reception slash honeymoon would be like my focus um depending on who i need to like say this though like whoever i get married to like much like Isabel and Wolf, who are on the same page about everything in their life. Like, they communicate with each other. They're good about... Okay. <laughs> oh my gosh. Um, every, every, much like no one else is. <laughs> uh, much like my ideal relationship, I guess. Okay, I let's say. cut it all out. Okay. <laughs> everything, everything. Um, I, whoever I get married to, we will know what each other likes and so like if they're not down with the stuff that i'm down with in that sort of way yeah it's like fundamental i wouldn't get married to them yeah so, i think it's here I here think, i think with like what especially with weddings you learn a lot about your significant other but also about yourself and what you're willing to yes like not put up with basically or or allow allow whatever. yeah like, like yeah that actually sounds really cool yeah so i feel like but that I think that's the base of a basis basis of a healthy of any healthy relationship yeah, yeah. is that you are communicating that thought process with each other For to sure. make sure that you have the best event, whatever event it may be, regardless of if it's a wedding or a reception or you know you guys just want to throw a party or a, a home you're gonna buy yeah. where you're gonna live. Yeah. I mean, you know everything. Or so. yeah, like and. I yeah. mean, not every relationship is going to be perfect, but that's something that definitely should be a part of the exactly. founding of your exactly. relationship. So, so yeah. Um, anyway, what, Monica, but, what so about you? Where, but like, what? do you have ideas, locations? Like, saying, would it be big? Would it be small? Would you wear a long dress, a short dress? Would oh, it have a train? That sort of thing. I have like, like ideally known what i want my wedding dress to look like ever since i was like literally six years old yeah um, she showed me it during in high school they it's like the um, same style made esky like they make the i mean like from the one i ever saw when i was younger like they replicate it constantly like what it looks like so i'm never i would never be worried about not so the finding classic it. style it's it's pretty like solidly made constantly so i'm really not worried about it but um yeah like red oof i'm that's just always been a color that i've been like yeah that's yeah that's definitely i, I can definitely see that about. deep red like a maroon like a wine like a cherry all kinds anyway just repeating how about you have you thought about it um not 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 too much i didn't start thinking about it until i started going to weddings like oh i definitely would do that i definitely would not do that when you're going to them and like yeah i've had so many weddings that this is why it spurred this conversation because i haven't i never was the type of girl who was like let me like kneel down everything i need to do for this wedding yeah exactly i didn't like ever think about it it. yeah (laughs) 
the yeah. I'm Monica Geller. Or I was. I'm not. I feel like I'm not anymore. Like, you asked me, do you know where you'd want it? Like, all this stuff. Like, I don't anymore. Well, like, that's. I don't even. The only reason I know is because me and Wolf, like, this is things exactly. we've talked about. Yeah. Okay, so. Well, you're on that track. Yeah. I think. Wolf. <laughs> <laughs> We're having a lot of, like, existential moments in this episode <laughs> <laughs> so far. So. This is going to turn into... <laughs> oh have you ever heard about that podcast that's basically, like, just um, a recording of couples counseling? No. And it's, like, anonymous. Like, you don't know who the people oh. are, but then, like, you don't know who the is therapist like is. Is like, actors reenacting it? No. Oh, wow. It's couples counseling. And I was like, uh, this is what's happening right now. I don't think I could. <laughs> I really don't think I could listen to that. Like, Same. If it was actors, I'd be fine with it. Yeah. It'd be, like, reading Reddit posts. I don't know. But, yeah. Um, I uh, was going to say something about... Um, Oh, okay. So, uh, Jenna Marbles, one of my favorite YouTubers. Shout out to Jenna. I, I love her. I love like, her. Like, literally one of those, like, iconic people who has persisted on a um, social media format. Like, yeah. And adapted to... Yeah. She's so good at adapting. Her age. Yeah. Also, like her audience yeah anyway there was like a time several years ago where it was cool to hate on her or whatever but i never hated her i never understood why people didn't like her i was like i think she's so funny anyway her videos are so much different now than they were like when she was in high school yeah but like she doesn't ever act like she wasn't that person either she's just you know she's in her 30s like yeah anyway uh her video this week she posts once a week um her boyfriend, uh, Julian, he's another YouTuber, but, like, they live together, whatever. And they're hilarious. But she was dyeing her eyebrows. Like, that was the video. <laughs> and um, with, with Just for Men, by the way. <laughs> and um, I don't know. Like, at one point she made, like, a comment, like, about how Julian's her best friend. Her boyfriend, whatever, and he was like, "Oh, are you friend zoning me?" Like it was so funny. <laughs> I mean, they were joking. He was just riffing off of what she was saying, uh-huh. but it was like they kept joking about how they're just friends, like throughout the whole episode or whatever. Me and Wolf are just friends. <laughs> I know, and it's like it's and that's true. I think that that is like he's probably your best guy friend. He is because think... he's also your friend. No, I don't at me, but yeah, you're I... not dating him though. Like you're no, dating, but Wolf. it's like. Yeah, you would you would assume in a relationship, like especially one that you feel like you could spend the rest of your life with that person, like you would hope that they'd be one of your best friends. Yeah, he is. So, you wouldn't want like yeah, I would never like want someone to who's date not someone. your friend. But yeah. I see so many couples out there who it's like that, and I'm like, I don't, whatever. Yeah. that's not my thing. Yeah. Okay, so we didn't finish your wedding talk. Oh, did sorry. you want to add anything else? Oh, uh, uh, did I even start? No, <laughs> you were just basically saying like. You've, you weren't the type. Now that you've started to go to weddings, you know what you would and wouldn't do. Uh, so, I, I've always wanted something really small. Okay. However, that's not going to happen. As I say, mm-hmm. girl, are you kidding? <laughs> I've always, I wanted something really small, and I knew what, now that, that I That usually freaking... becomes a family issue rather yeah. than, like, 
your preference. Yeah. As yeah. Saying, now that I'm dating Wolf, that flew out the fucking window. Like, I've told this story before. Um, well, one. Okay, so two things. Two things about my family. We throw one hell of a party. It's it a thing cool. that runs in our family. Like, we love parties. Two... I guess three things. Two is um, people have been like, my parents have been planning my wedding for years. And it's a thing that comes up in conversation often with other people. They're like, yeah, when she gets married. Right. Three, when I graduated, I wanted a quiet dinner with my family members. And it ended up. graduation? Both? The masters. Oh. Because the first one was a party. It was a party. Yeah. So the first one, I had it at a Spanish restaurant because Spain is my first love. This works into it. Yes. And then I my second party. one. It was a great party. It was ugh, fun. I want to like do it again. Yeah. We should. <laughs> my mom always talks about that. Yeah. It was such place. good food. Um. So the the next thing is I just wanted a quiet dinner to myself and my that's what like my mom was. I told them I was like, I just want to eat with Mario and you and dad. And that's yeah, it. Yeah, didn't have it. Then yeah, she was we like, were there. We were there. <laughs> Then she was like, oh, wait, what about, like, your friends? And then uh, I was like, of course, like, I do want my friends. That's how it starts. And then she was like, wait, but, like, the stacks, like, uh, one of my friends from high school who basically, like, fed me all the time, like, like, I would cry in their house about how I miss my parents all the time. Yeah. Like, they, like, were my second set of parents. And she was like, oh, my God, like, we have to invite them. Like, I'm, like, indebted to them. Yeah. Uh, for, like, letting, like, being your support system through college. And then she was like, but my best friend, like, she's going to be jealous because she <sighs> thinks of you as her daughter. Oh, God. And then it turned into that. And then she's like, well, if I invite her, my other, other best, best friend, friend is going to get yeah. jealous. And then I was like, but if I invite her, it's like if you gave a mouse a cookie. And yes. it turned into a thing where I was like, so it turned into a restaurant or a meal of four people and now it's going to be like i don't know i think it was like eight no like 12 people yeah and like four tables and they were like yeah just letting you know like we can't add anymore after this i'm like oh all, all right <laughs> like i just wanted something small <laughs> so that gave me the insight that everything that i want in a wedding will not happen <laughs> i I'm want sorry. i would elope and it's okay. It's fine. So like, <laughs> did you say you would elope? I think I'd get. I would. It would murdered. It would I kill. Would yeah, I'd get murked. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I am like doomed to the fact that I'm going to have a big wedding. At least you second, can they so badly. I'm from El Salvador. Want me to get married in El Salvador? And I said, like, hell, that's going to happen. What about Mario? They, the weddings are just. Settled. I'm so sorry. It's going to be one because I'm going to get married in Spain. Oh. oh, okay. Like, but I also said, like, even when that thought, I would, like, give all of my friends two years to prepare Good. for that Good. thought. Good. Thank God. Because money. <laughs> money. And I would, like, try and find a way to pay for my bridesmaids, like, oh, flight no. there, too. I mean, I... So you haven't gone to the bridal section of podcasts. I don't know if there's oh, even a bridal yeah. section of podcasts. We should this probably, is, there probably is. We should um, probably talk about This is time. This one is two girls later. Oh my god. This is two girls, one scaredy cat. This uh, is Isabel trying to get us back on track. Uh, I'm Emily. I'm Monica. So our theme today, um, Emily's going to explain it because I came she, up with it. She she came up with it, and, and it's not. It's not a normal it like. theme. Anyway. Yeah. 
Go. I kept thinking, a lot of the podcasts that I listen to, uh, true crime ones, I should say, uh, like, tend to not talk about bigger, more popular um, cases. And they say it's because everyone talks about them, which... Once you get to that and then everyone's like, well, everyone's already talked about it. Then nobody's talking about it. Do you feel? So yes. like, um, and I, and I don't know what Monica picked, obviously, but like. You told me what to pick. Oh, so you did pick out of the ones I gave you. Okay. So like, good, because I don't think people talk about either of those things enough, in my opinion. There's a lot to unpack in this They're individual. They're big cases. And like, the even the one I picked is. And like. So the theme is you think you know it, and it, there could be a but. Mine has a but, like you think you know it, but. However, you know a lot of people know about both of the ones Monica had to choose from. I still don't know which one, so it could have been either. However, maybe people don't. You you might even go into detail about stuff that no one ever knew about they might just know the headlines from it but going i think going into detail about some of the bigger cases will show why it's a big deal will like emphasize the actual crime or the victims because so often the victim is overlooked especially in the bigger cases yeah like even the serial killers like no one ever talks about the victims but they're the reason why you're even talking about this yeah. person in the first place. And, like, who gives a shit about the killer? Like, they're a killer. Why aren't you talking about the, like, amazing people who are dead now? <laughs> so, anyway, that's sort of my explanation. I still think we should talk about the bigger cases. I, I don't think we should ever ignore them. Or, like, feel like we can't talk about them just because they've been talked about a lot? I mean, I think we always talk about whatever we want to talk about. I mean, you guys choose, yeah, obscure ones sometimes. But, like, for the most part, we talk about the things that we want to talk about. And right. I, and personally, and I, I, I don't know how you feel about it, but you were nodding while I was talking. Just, I think, like, ignoring bigger cases because you feel like they've been talked about a lot isn't oh, yeah. necessarily conducive to what we're trying to do. Anyway, yeah. Whatever. That's nice. So, now we're going into... Oh. Have you seen the Ted Bundy tapes? Yes. No. I totally did not know anything about that man. I realize that now. Yeah. And I watched it on the like plane. It? it was so good. It was good. I'm not gonna watch it. It's yeah. good. It's not I really don't think that you scary. Should. I don't think you should because I think you wouldn't be entertained by it like he's it's not, crazy it's not like monica and i telling you about ted bundy yeah. it's not as interesting it's literally you hear him talking i don't want to hear him talk and well, it's, it's unsettling i was surprised because i thought it would just be tapes oh, and no. i was like bored already but like that man is a deluded narcissist and he hit it someone's calling somebody yeah someone trying to contact me from the beyond and he hit it it's my ouija board on hit it by being charming yeah, and juju. um psychopath right which crazy you know. no no feelings anyway uh yeah that's like one of those things like i had no idea about all those details like i didn't know he did the thing in florida that was the biggest 
And I didn't even know he, like, escaped. And I didn't even know. Yeah. Yeah. All of that. I know he escaped twice. I didn't know he defended himself. Because he's a Looney Tune. And how did he, like, let that happen? Because he's not a lawyer. He's stupid as hell. I mean, he he lost. He was studying. So he thought he was a lawyer. Didn't pass the bar. No. All right. How did I even start it? Anyway, so that's, like, an example. On shoot. One, two, three, shoot. You always We always do scissors. I know you're going to do scissors first. (laughs) Because it's rock, paper, scissors, shoot. So you always do scissors. Yeah. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Ooh. All right, you got... (laughs) all right isabel here for sports talk um three ties literally all scissors and then monica losing with scissors to emily's walk (laughs) okay i didn't know like how much of a mind game you were gonna play on me right because you said like you always do scissors and i was like you always do scissors. no you said oh oh quotes around you always do swizz swizzers you quote quote you always do scissors unquote so i thought you were gonna do like get in my head to make me do something else Uh, and then like no you were gonna go for rock and then i was like what if she's like mind controlling me some more so (laughs) i should go for paper and then she's gonna go for scissors which beats and i like trying to do all that within three seconds (laughs) i was like i can't think right but i've gotten better she has. She has. I'm she at has least tying. Right. Yeah, there's ties. You won the last one. I did. Yeah. All right. Okay. So. Scissors? I don't know. Yes. Scissors beating paper last time. Right. Then no, it was, it was paper beating, paper beating paper rock. rock. Oh, just it, kidding. We had the debate. Okay. Uh, so this time I do have pictures. Uh, Monica already saw them. Monica's a cheater, cheater, <laughs> pumpkin eater. Um. Anyway, sorry, I thought they were the photos for the last It's okay. One. It's okay. Did you at least like the kitty that she posts on the? Did you see what I posted as my cover photo for the no. other one? No. What did you do? Okay, I'm gonna start while you're pulling it up. Um. So I am doing. I don't think you want to start. Uh. Okay. <laughs> I just like I did it for you, hmm. Daddy. <laughs> yes, uh, but do you see it? I love shrimp, and then he has shrimp. <laughs> oh my god, I love him! Uh, I put a link so you could post it because uh, it's just so fucking weird. I will post it on the last episode, so go look at the okay. last episode. <laughs> David Duchovny, man. Okay, so I'm doing the Lorena Bobbitt case. I said I was going to do it several episodes ago, and here we are. Uh, I literally picked this theme so that I could do this. Um, I've, like, known about her my whole life. (laughs) I feel like because, well, my mom told me the story. and um, Your mom told you the story? My mom told me the story and was like, she's my hero, talking about Lorena. So what did she do? I'm going to tell oh, okay. you. Thank you. Uh, no, I'm just going to completely ignore what she, she actually did. Oh, 
Oh my god, I know who she is because Noah texted me about how this is every man's like worst nightmare. Oh, we'll get into that. Okay. Anyway, he shouldn't be too worried if he's not an abusive dickhole. So. Oh yeah, we just um. <laughs> which. <laughs> anyway. okay. Um. So like. I've never made fun of her because I always thought she was like a great the right. person. Yeah. Um, sorry, but if someone's like going to mutilate someone in this way, especially if it's like a woman doing it to her husband, there's probably a reason. Just saying. So, um, like we were saying in the last episode. Yep. Yep. So, like, were also. We? Yeah, we talked about how, like, with her case. Oh. Uh, there's cause. There's yeah. yeah, yeah when yeah. women commit crime. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, also, are you okay? Yeah, I just, like, was looking at photos of her, and oh. then there was a photo yep. of... Yeah, okay. Can we stop? Okay. <laughs> also, this was um, mostly... So, similarly... Sorry, I'll stop looking at this. So, similarly to when Monica covered it, Aaron Hernandez um and you were like this is sort of a preface to go listen to oh podcast the gladiator podcast which I did start by the way so good right yeah I I, the last episode I listened to was um the Florida episode so like Mm -hmm. which was the third one when he goes off to college yeah I finished that one so like okay good shit anyway uh this is like I'm not gonna go into like crazy detail um because I would love it if everyone went and watched the Amazon documentary series. There's four episodes. Um, so if you have Amazon Prime, you can watch it. Uh, it's just, it's very good. Also, Jordan Peele was the producer. Cool. What's the love name him. of the Amazon documentary series? It's just called Lorena. Oh. I it, I have a picture of the cover of it okay. to be in our, our slideshow. Um, so, like, definitely go watch it. It's so well done and also like she's actually in it talking so is her husband but like you'll just see what a fucking nut he is whereas she's just one of the most amazing people ever okay so go watch it it's called Lorena plug so with that being said uh Lorena Bobbitt nay Gallo that was her last name her maiden name okay G A L L O. Gaio? Gaio? Chicken? Gaio? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, was born. No, it's po- Pollo. Pollo's chicken. Oh, that is Gaio's chicken. Like the animal. The like, animal. Um, Gaio, I think, is uh, rooster. Okay. Ah. Oh, okay. Okay, she was born on October 31st, 1970. Oh, my God. Her last name was Cock. Oh my god. Like, okay. Uh, Go Cox! Oh my god. Oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. Um, what is happening? Oh. <laughs> okay. Uh, she was born in Bucay, Ecuador. B-U-C-A-Y. I don't... I think that I'm... That's how I'm pronouncing it. Bucay, Ecuador. When she was a teenager, she always wanted to move to the U.S. to live. Uh, and, like, for her high school graduation present, instead of, like, getting 
I don't know, like a car or like money. She asked if she could take a trip to the U.S. with her family. Um, And like shortly after graduating high school, she officially moved to the U.S. and specifically to the D.C. area. Uh, Because the D.C. area obviously has a lot of military folks living there, it was not unusual for her to meet servicemen like former Marine John Wayne Bobbitt. Yes, his fucking name is John Wayne. And he sure thinks he's as cool as John Wayne, but he's not. Um, Man. Yeah. So they met and fell in love very quickly, marrying in June of 1989. And then they moved in together in the city of Manassas, Virginia. So what most know about this story, without delving in deeper at all, is that on the night of June 23rd, 1993, Lorena severed John's penis from his body, leaving the house with it, and while driving, throwing it out her window. So uh, I should also say that, like, in the documentary... It's pretty much in the, like, first 10 minutes because they, like, have to acknowledge what the documentary is about, like, why they're even talking to her uh, or just talking about the whole entire event. And she's, like, saying that she threw it out her window and she just starts laughing, like, cracking up. And my mom and I died because I was just like, that's fucking hilarious. Like, also... Don't put this in there since we didn't have any of y'all looking at his dick on there. But, like, imagine trying to find that in a patch of grass on the side of the road. Yeah. Not not easy to do. (laughs) Where's the pebble? Where's the what? Pebble. The, the, the. the, Small rock. Oh, right. Yeah. 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 Oh, I was like, you mean his nuts? She didn't touch those. (laughs) (laughs) Um, The way it's described is just went. With a knife. Yep. It's a good quality knife. (laughs) It was a kitchen knife. (laughs) Damn. Stuff or winning. So, that's what most people know about the story. And that's true. It did happen. Uh, And, of course, peripherally, this seems like a horror story for men and, like, also just a bad joke. Um, It became a huge story, not just in the U.S., but all over the world. Like, when the trials took place, uh, news stations from all over the world came to report on this story. Like, that's how big it became. Insane. Yeah. So, what most either don't know or don't care to know about this story is that Lorena, since marrying John four years earlier, suffered horrible abuse physically, sexually, and emotionally at John's hands at a constant rate. All right. Um, Do we think that... People don't care to know because he was in the military, and so that I don't know. Uh, I would say that a lot of I would say a lot of men, and I am generalizing here. I don't really care about your opinion about this. No offense, but like also a little bit of offense. It's just that a lot of men, when they hear the story, are like horrified, and they're like, oh, "She did it without crazy cause. bitch, yeah. crazy bitch." And they do say that, and they did say that, like, it's in the whole entire documentary, and, like, crazy Latina bitch, and, like, you know, she can barely speak English, and she just, and she's lying about everything that happened, and did it just because, well, I'll get into it, but basically, like, 
something that she said in her initial interview after this all happened, like the same day, like being interviewed by the police, a lot of people like took that and ran ran with it. And it's not, I mean, it is true, but it's not why she did it anyway. um, So yeah, like peripherally, I think a lot of people don't care to understand it because they're like, why mutilate somebody when you could just leave them and it's like you clearly have no fucking clue how abuse Mm -hmm. works especially in a marriage also if she's saying which she was raped by him continuously over their four years of marriage it was actually in their marriage made into a law that it was illegal to rape your wife meaning before they got married it was legal so let's just put that out there (sighs) anyway (sighs) yeah so and like the crazy latina stereotype oh it was all over all over the story yeah so uh On the night of the infamous assault, Lorena says her husband came home drunk and sexually assaulted her, a charge he denied. Later that night, Lorena went into her kitchen, picked up a knife, and returned to the bedroom to cut off her sleeping husband's penis. Then she got into her car and started driving. Somewhere along the dark highway, she rolled down the window and threw his penis onto the side of the road. How did they find it? But hours later, a search team found the severed penis. And surgeons were able to reattach it. Ugh. So, like, I guess for those of you who are worried about the state of his penis, it's on there. And it's functional. Anyway. It's functional? It is functional. Uh, well, if you watch the documentary, you find out that he later, like, tries to get a penis enlargement. Ew. Uh, and it is botched. Okay, cool. Yeah, okay, cool. Yeah, that's how I felt about it, too. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, awesome! <laughs> Asshole. Uh, and, um, yeah, so... Did, uh... They do talk about the search in the uh, documentary, too. Like, they go into more detail about it. It's actually really fascinating. Anyway. Okay. What's your question? It's left me. Okay. If it comes back to you, just raise your hand or something. Um, <laughs> teacher, teacher, teacher. <laughs> it's just so I can see you because I'm looking down yeah. at this. So, uh, so she was so out of it that she ended up driving to her workplace and like s- this was in the middle of the night, obviously, and just like sitting in her car in the parking lot because she didn't know where else to go. And um, then she ended up disposing of the knife in a trash can there. And after she was arrested, she came forward with abuse allegations, and Jaron was charged with rape. Oh, cool. Yeah, so he was charged with rape, and she was charged with malicious wounding, is what they charged her with. Call it. What okay. Interesting charge. I, yeah, I was like, say, I'm interested in this charge. Yeah. Uh, both of their trials were highly publicized. It was insane levels of coverage. Like I said, um, people from all over the world. Um, His trial was not aired on TV, but Lorena's was, and it was aired on Court TV Live every day, like, inside the courtroom. Why? 
Was it That's a good question. I do not know. And it's stupid because, like, he, why does this need to be broadcast yeah. for everybody yeah. to see? This is not entertainment. This is someone's life. Exactly. And, like, I would argue that her coverage of her trial wasn't it was half a good thing and half a bad thing because the bad part is like there's tons of people who like don't excuse her behavior and like also don't believe her Mm -hmm. and then there were tons of people who did believe her and like people going on her side and by seeing it being aired like that whatever uh okay so his trial was first and uh he was acquitted no yeah he had multiple versions of what had happened that evening in question relating at various times to police and to the court that they had not had sex or that lorena had tried to initiate sex and he had been too tired and that they had also uh, or that they had also had sex but that he had slept through it and that they'd had sex and that it had been consensual these were all of his stories wait if that's not what yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, and he was acquitted. Pendejo de mierda. Yeah. Um, and as I said, Lorena was charged with malicious wounding. Lorena's defense team argued temporary insanity and claimed she was the victim of long-term physical and emotional abuse. Which would make anyone crazy. Yes. And so they do talk about it on the documentary a lot, but like battered wife syndrome was yes. just at this time in 93 starting to become like prevalent in courtrooms. It wasn't a defense that was used until basically the 90s. Um, and like, it's real. <laughs> Hello. But like not just battered wife syndrome, but battered anybody. Like yeah. kids. Abuse. Yeah. Abuse. You know, kids shoot, shoot their, like, dad if they're beating on their mom. Yeah. So, you know, it's what – when people feel like there is nothing else that they can possibly do, what? they fight back. Yeah. And why are people being punished for it? Fight or flight instinct. It's literally in our DNA. Yeah. Okay. Okay. This was – a quote from Lorena's lawyer. In her mind, it was his penis from which she could not escape, which caused her the most pain, the most fear, the most humiliation. End quote. During the trial, Lorena also testified that she didn't remember cutting off John's penis. Also, during the trial, the couple revealed details of their volatile relationship and the events that led to the assault. She said that he flaunted his infidelities and forced her to have an abortion, which he did. And that's in the documentary. And it is like, I never wanted to cry so much. So her defense attorneys, who included the defense lawyer Blair D. Howard, maintained that his constant abuse caused her to eventually snap because she was suffering from clinical depression and a possible bout of post-traumatic stress disorder due to the abuse. Yeah. John probably postpartum postpartum for her depression oh Oh. right maybe that's not a thing if you have an abortion i truly don't know i don't know but i don't know monica's shaking her head okay uh okay depression from being forced to have an abortion on the other hand is a thing yeah however abortions are harmful not well in this case it was because it was forced yeah okay so then 
in the in the true nature of them. Yeah, and so in the documentary, you choose to have one. They're not right yeah. in the documentary. Why it's really awful is because he lied to her and said like like they're gonna hurt you. They're gonna like he basically lied to her about what an abortion entailed, and it's horrible. Like, oh my God. It's and why horrifying. did he force her to have one? Because he didn't want a kid. But, oh, my God. So he was, like, even using that in, as a way to torture her, saying, yep. like, yeah. I don't want a kid, and they're going to do this awful thing to you, and I'm letting it happen just because I don't want to have kids. Yep. Yeah. Interesting. What a dick. Yeah. John denied the allegations of abuse. However, when he was cross-examined by Howard, his statements often conflicted with known facts, severely weakening the prosecution's case. Lorena testified that John had raped her and physically battered her on multiple occasions prior to the evening of the severing of his penis, that they lacked financial stability, and that he stole her earrings and spent the proceeds. So, like, he didn't have a job, but she did. What the fuck? Um, yeah, so it's, like, that kind of situation. Both the prosecution and defense sides conceded that he had demonstrated a history of abuse toward her and that his abuse created a context for the assault. Expert witnesses for both the prosecution and the defense testified that he had mentally and physically battered her, that the abuse was escalating, and that by 1993, she lived in constant fear of him. The defense strategy emphasized her action as a mix of self-defense and temporary insanity constituting what is called in legal terms irresistible impulse due to the history and pattern of abuse and rape. Wow. One expert witness testified that, quote, Lorena believed and was immobilized by John's threat of, I will find you whether we're divorced or separated, and whenever I find you, I'll have sex with you whenever I want to. Oh, my quote. God. Yep. She was, and, like, her talking about it, to like, today, I, I mean, she got away from him, but it's just, like, anyone having to go through that is... Awful. Horrific. So Awful. How could you do that to somebody else? Just how? I unbelievable. Okay. Good news. The jury found Lorena not guilty by reason of insanity. Yay. Bad news. Doesn't that mean she has to be? Yes. So, and it's it's also awful because basically, like her defense team never like. Ex- Explained that to her that she would have to be hospitalized except it ended up being a good thing because she was like able to get help yeah, yeah. but like and was like in a safe place where he couldn't like do uh-huh. anything to her that's another thing because he was wasn't in jail so anyway uh as a result she could not be held liable for her actions under state law the judge ordered her to undergo a 45 evaluation day period at central state hospital located in petersburg virginia after which she would be released. So she only did stay those 45 days. Um, oh. Which is good. But it wasn't longer. Still bad that her defense team never explained it to her. Also, like, English is not her first language. So, like, she was so confused when they, like, when she was found not guilty. And then they just immediately took her away. I bet. I bet. Yeah. I, just, I hate it. I hate it. So... In 1995, uh, their marriage was officially, and it ended, they were divorced. Um, Okay, and now Lorena is a mother, real estate agent, and domestic abuse advocate. Yay. Go her. I swear to God, she's like one of the She married? Yeah. 
she's one of the most amazing people. <laughs> I, it's unbelievable. So to this day, Lorena maintains that she was a domestic violence victim, but she says it's hard to think about. Quote, once you are hurt that way and abused mentally, your mind just basically tries to shut down. Yeah. Yeah. Lorena says John hit her, degraded her, and called her things like Spanish whore during their sixth marriage. Jesus. Six-year marriage. Every Jesus. T- every time he apologized, I went back to the hole and said, okay, I'm going to save my marriage. I'm embarrassed to say I was a victim of domestic violence. I was very, very scared that he was going to do something. John has always denied Lorena's allegations of abuse against him. Ugh. So, um, I don't really care about John all that much. However, the story following the trial for him is important in the sense that it just proves what a shit fuck he is. Shit fuck! Shit fuck! I have to talk about it. Um... So, in September 1994, he appeared in the adult film John Wayne Bobbitt Uncut. Oh, my God. Uh-huh. In an attempt to make money. Porn. Yep. And in 1996, he appeared in another adult film called Frankenpenis. Ew. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, oh, my God. Okay. So, in 1994... He was charged with striking Christina Elliott, a 21-year-old former exotic dancer he met while in Las Vegas on a publicity tour. Uh-oh. Yeah, publicity tour. I gotta tell y'all, something that made me so mad on the documentary was Howard motherfucking Stern, who I don't even have a thing against these days because he seems to not be the same person anymore, but uh, 90s Howard Stern, horrible, misogynist, like... He had John Wayne Bobbitt on his fucking show all the time. All the time. All the time. And because there were so many clips from it of different shows, like in the documentary. I like hate Howard Stern. Anyway, so like, for example, that kind of publicity, like he'd just go around saying that he didn't do anything and like he was the victim, which... Actually, Lorena never denies. She's like, I know he was a victim. Like, I did cut off his penis. So, like, that makes him a victim of being mutilated. But, like, she was too. So, anyway. On August 31st, 1994, he was convicted of battery and sentenced to 15 days in jail. 75% of the original 60 days sentence was suspended. Clearly an aggressive man. Like... Yeah, he's denying the abuse that he did to Lorena, but, like, he's clearly an aggressive man. So the justice of the peace that was involved in that case said, quote, I firmly believe you have an attitude problem. Your attitude problem is caused by your drinking, end quote. Mm. On August 10th, 1998, he appeared on the World Wrestling Federation's Monday Night Raw television program where he was featured with Val Venice. I don't know who that is. Not long after, he moved to Las Vegas, Nevada, where he worked as a bartender, limo driver, mover, pizza delivery driver, and tow truck operator. He also had a stint serving at a wedding chapel as a minister of a universal life church in Vegas. What? Yeah. He married people, so. Ugh. In 1999, Bobbitt received probation for his role in a theft at a store in Nevada. In 2003, uh... In 2003, I 
yeah, okay, I read 1999 again, but in 2003, he was sentenced to prison for violating his probation for the 1999 theft after he was arrested on battery charges involving his then-wife, Joanna Farrell. He married? Someone married Someone married shit? him again, yeah. He was again twice arrested on charges of battery against Farrell in 2004, and that same year he filed for divorce under the name John W. Farrell, which he had been using since his marriage with her. He took her name? Yeah, so that he wasn't himself, I guess. I don't know. Probably felt emasculated by that. Lorena says John has tried to contact her over the years, and sometimes he sends cards or flowers on Valentine's Day. Why? But she says she's not interested in keeping in touch. Quote, I never answer his calls. In the documentary, uh, she actually shows all of the shit he sent her. And it is like piles of letters. Most of them she's never opened. Um, and she doesn't like plan to. And she's never, ever responded to him. He even sends her shit on Facebook. And like she showed that on the documentary. And um, something like I'd like to end my story, which is super sad. Uh, is that like at the end of the documentary she's Lorena is like saying you know he kept his promise about never leaving me alone oh my god which yeah, is that did. not heartbreaking so sad also does she not have protection from that I don't like uh, like why he can't he can contact still, I know I wish I don't know but um he's haunting her yeah uh, why can't he just leave her alone well he's still in love with her is what he says and like in the documentary he's I thought like he was married he's not anymore but in the documentary he's like wouldn't it be amazing like for the two of us to end up together wouldn't that be like the greatest love story no! wouldn't that be the greatest love story is what he says like how fucking crazy nuts are you monica's face <laughs> Anyway, um, so pictures, um, that's her and him. He's handsome, but she's That's not a good picture of him, but, like, I didn't think he was necessarily ugly, but he's horrifying, and then that's her now. She's gorgeous. She's blonde. Yeah. I like her. And then, like, that's the cover of the documentary. Okay, that's my story. Alrighty, Rue. Okay, which one did you do? (laughs) What was the other one? Like, I don't know. You had two on to choose from, didn't you? And what was the. Well, I don't know which one you chose. So I picked Amanda Knox. Okay, (gasps) so the other one was. um, uh, I guess, well, technically I picked the murder of Meredith Ketcher. Kercher. But the other one was Natalie Holloway that I gave you. Oh, I love cruise ships it's not a cruise ship i love aruba okay um i, I love this did you, I have you like seen the document have you seen the documentary on netflix mm. it's good and it's partially in italian yep yes it is but you see you know this one? Oh yeah i've seen the documentary you think you know you it. like it oh you've seen the documentary did you or like it i saw the movie there's a movie there is a movie with Hated Panettiere. Yeah, that's the one which I, saw. I think it's it's not like, good Hated Panettiere is a great person, but it's, it's not terrible good casting. No, and it's not. I mean, it's not a good movie. Like I think that's like a one, Brie Larson I, would be a better person for her. Like I, that's the movie I saw. So I not I didn't see the documentary. Netflix has it's called Amanda Knox. Okay, and she, yeah. it's like 
she, she's talking throughout it. Like Amanda. Hello, someone was fucking murdered here. Yeah, it's not about it's Amanda. Not Amanda. It's not about Amanda. Yeah. Also, Amanda didn't do it. She didn't. <laughs> she just lived with her. Yeah. She, she said she did do it. No, she, I said she oh. did. She but everyone thinks she did it. Yeah. So I think that's why this is a good you think you know it. Yeah, story. it's nuts. And there was like, man, the media. Yeah. Oh, no, the well, media that's what horrible. fucked it up. Yeah. That's what ruined it. I feel also and like it's the Italian, Italian media. media. I was <laughs> not. I mean, the Italian media made it worse. Yeah. Cool. So Meredith Susana Cara kept. Kircher was born in 2000. No. <laughs> no, she didn't. Absolutely not. No, she wasn't. She was born in. Oh my God. 28th of December. Oh. Why was that so hard to say? <laughs> Am I okay? Are you? I don't know. I'm not. Okay. 1985. And she. <laughs> So she was a British, British student <laughs> on exchange from the University of Leeds in uh, Perugia, Italy. Um, and she was 21 years old when she was murdered in Perugia on the 1st of November, 2007. Cool. So um, I keep forgetting that it was in 2007. For whatever reason, I think it's earlier than that. Yeah, yeah it feels like it should be the 80s. Weren't, no, no. I mean, like, like 2004 or something like that. Oh. Uh was this the same year Natalie Holloway disappeared? I'll look it up. I'll look it up. I'll look it up. So, the conviction of Knox also, like, I love the name Knox and I, like, could name my child that. Love it. Anyway, it, it was growing on me as I was writing all 2005. This. Anyway. So, the conviction of Knox and Solicito, Rafael Solicito, was eventually annulled by the Supreme Court in 2015. The Supreme Court. Also, in that time, ordered that no further trial should should be held, and resulted uh, in the acquittal and the end of the case. So, does that transfer over different countries? No. Okay. And the the really interesting thing about it, because obviously that's super unfortunate for fucking Meredith and like figuring the, out who actually the did Italian it. Supreme Court. Yeah. No. I know. Yeah. Okay. Like, closing the case like that and saying you're never going to investigate anymore about it. Whoever did it is now just getting away. Yep. And why they did it is because the Italian police, what investigators, only focused on fucking Amanda and her boyfriend that they didn't, they don't have, they can't even have a real case trying to find someone else because... They only focus on one person. And that's what happens when you railroad somebody in a case. You need to always have options. Like policing 101. Like never go down a rabbit, rabbit hole. hole. Yeah. Like just keep don't your mind one. open. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. So a little bit of background. Knox and Meredith Kircher were roommates. Oh my God. They were roommates. They were, <laughs> they were roommates. They rented a house. Do you guys know that? You guys know what we're talking about? No. You and I spend too much time on the internet. <laughs> uh, okay, it's like one of the best vines of all time. They were roommates. Okay, it's this guy sitting on like a stoop in New York City. I don't know. It looks like a stoop. Yeah, it looks like a stoop in New York. And he's just sitting there on vine. I don't know. And some random chick who's like has Bluetooth in her 
ear or something and is walking down the street and she's like oh my god they were roommates and then the guy like uh flips his camera around to face him and he's like oh my god they were roommates like he just it's stupid it's, but it's so, so funny. funny so funny. i don't understand vines but that's whatever it's not even what about tiktok no uh, no 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 crazy. okay but i'm still pissed that vine like twitter Close. bought vine to kill it it's coming back apparently. They keep saying the, Yeah, the, no, well, the owner is been saying that he's going to start something else. Okay. But still, Twitter ki- bought it to kill it. The thing Anger about TikTok is that they get like um music? No. Uh there will be like viral TikTok trends and everyone and they like does start it. in Asia for some reason. Yeah. And, like, I mean, just Google some of them. Have you seen the e-girl ones? Do you no. know what I'm Oh, they're, like, weird. I don't know. I don't know how to explain it. I don't it. do TikTok or Vine. I mean, I, I just, they make, like, YouTube compilations, and you just watch, like, one after another of people doing the exact the same, same thing. thing. Yeah, and, weird. And, like, okay, anyway, I don't know how okay, to explain it. let's move on. TikTok is so weird. Okay. So, they rented out a house in Perugia. Uh, they moved in in September of 2007. They met in September of 2007. I, could, I just... So they did okay. Meredith I mean, died it's like, November. It's, it's literally going on a, an exchange... Not a... Yeah. Whatever. And with a stranger. Like, yeah. You just, like, meet someone and you're like, all right, like, we're both studying abroad. Yeah. It's not too yeah. unusual. Like, I don't... No, it's not no, unusual. No, 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 no. I don't think it's unusual. I'm just saying, like... I just want to, like... Yeah. Oh, I got you. Add that. Do that. Because they say malicious intent, et cetera, et cetera, whatever. They didn't even know each other. So yeah. the bottom level of this place was rented out by four Italian men. The These guys were friends with this dude named Rudy Guede. Guede? Guede? Um, and he would occasionally come over. So in October, Meredith and Amanda went to a concert where Amanda... Amanda Knox would eventually meet Rafael Solicito. He was a 23-year-old computer science student at the University of Perugia. Okay. And um, the way that he's described as was, like, he was kind of shy, but, like, really, really sweet. Aww. Aww, Alex. And, um... Aww. <laughs> anyway. Uh, so the... <laughs> that was too cute. And then, anyway. The death... I don't think Monica ma- knows how to be, like cute to about like she's like she like barfs after every cute thing that she says. I bark? Barf. Barf. Oh uh, I'm like he's so nice to me. Woof. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah no it's like saccharine anyway. Uh, so the evening of Meredith's death so Amanda went to go spend the night at, with her boyfriend right like as one mm-hmm. does and she was supposed to work that day but then her boss yeah. texted her and was like your ship's canceled. And she was like, woo. Right? And Which that, is the like, best feeling in the world. Absolutely. The fucking best. Except it, it it's like getting a class canceled. The only yes. thing that... It's when you need the money. The only thing that uh, is frustrating about sometimes when your ship's get canceled is when they don't let you know in advance. And you show up and then they're like, you're not supposed to work today. And I'm like, fuck y'all. Well, and, you and, didn't tell me, asshole. This yeah. isn't even applicable to my life anymore, but like it was for like a year and a half and I have PTSD following <laughs> working there. So <laughs> anyway, 
So that remember that because it plays into it later, which I'll explain. Um, so Amanda comes back in the morning to her part or her like place home. Domus, thank you. And then <laughs> finds the front door open. And then she like thinks it's a little bit weird, but like whatever. And then she goes to the bathroom and she's brushing her teeth and she sees drops of blood in the sink and she doesn't like, you know, people bleed when they floss. Like that happens. Or so she didn't shaving. think it was that weird. Or shaving, yeah. They're all I know, like I know, I know, I know. And then she like thought, but if you have a dude over, okay. Anyway, whatever. Yeah. the The answer that I, the thing that I wrote was like she thought nothing of it. Teeth bleed. <laughs> <laughs> Teeth don't bleed, but gums do. Gum bleed. Gum bleed. Uh, so she. <laughs> there are. Oh my remains. god! Are you going insane? <laughs> So she takes a shower and then she gets out of the shower and then she like literally sees someone dropped a deuce in the toilet and like <laughs> left it there. Like there's like literal feces in the bathroom. Yeah. And she's like, her immediate reaction was, oh my God, there's someone in this house because none of my roommates would ever do something so it's disgusting as she's leaving earn. a fucking shit in the toilet. Like that is vile. I feel <laughs> strongly about toilet culture and no and we, like, i don't know if y'all know this about I me but sh- I like know I do. enrages me i'm sorry i'm like we should not even be laughing because someone's dead but like <laughs> you didn't get to that part i know i just you also haven't gotten to that part so thanks for the spoiler alert i told you it's a murder <laughs> you know people have died okay <laughs> also like you know this story bitch you watched the fucking hayden panettiere movie it was on tv i didn't know what it was so i swore on a fucking lifetime you know channel story, on yeah <laughs> she does anyway uh i would i Okay. Nasty. Nasty. Ugh. Nasty. Okay. Like, y'all know, I'm weird about toilets. You're weird about a lot of things. I'm, but I'm, I don't think this is a I'm weird, weird thing to be weird person. about. And, like, it's like when boys leave piss on the seat. Oh Fucking wipe your crap. Oh, my God. Yeah, absolutely. Do you, <laughs> I am so glad you do. Okay. I was yelling. But he's the only dude in the room. So, <laughs> so I, like, when I was. This is not a thing to. I don't think you're weird about this. I think you are normal about this. Leaving a shit in the toilet is disgusting. disgusting. But like, so this thing, my my brother, the way I exemplify this is like my brother, like, you know, kids are dicks. And when we would get home from school, he would like, not gut punch me, but would like shove me to the side, run up the stairs, go poop in my toilet Knowing that I badly need to pee, didn't pee all day because I didn't like any toilet but my own, and then he would, like, desecrate it in my mind because I was like, it's been used by someone else besides my own sweet ass. So And I would sit there and, like, wait until I felt comfortable enough and I felt like my brother's, like, body particles would leave. I There's something wrong with me. No, I don't but think like, that's weird at all. Nasty. Also, like, that seems also, like such smell. a Mario thing to do. It is. It is. <laughs> But whatever. Okay, no, so like, she thought someone was in the house. She I thought totally someone was in too. the house. That makes sense. That like, makes sense. A, it's a 
strange thing to see like a, <laughs> a steamy pile of shit you know like why is it there why is it hanging out and why is it like i understand if maybe it's like one little particle like got <laughs> stuck and it's like oh shit it just like floated back up that's you know like whatever what but that's describing. not what it was happening yeah. it was like a fresh deuce or whatever it wasn't even that fresh so she yeah. went she ran back to her boyfriend's house who was just like a five minute walk away so he lives close nice. and brought him back oh well yeah and she was like there's someone here. I feel unsafe. Whatever. Okay. And they... I mean, your front door is wide open, girl. What are you doing? Not Was it wide open or just... Just like unlocked. unlocked. Yeah. Oh. So, like, that could be, like, a careless... Or you just forgot. To, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Cool. So, um, her, she has two... Or I guess there's four people living in the top floor, right? And there's two women that are Italian. And they're both out of town because it was, like, a national holiday. And then Meredith and then Amanda. So she knows that her two Italian roommates are gone. She, like, tries to check on Meredith. The room is locked, which, like, it never is. And they, like, couldn't force the door open. Like, sweet, sweet, shy computer science geek. (laughs) Raphael is, like, trying to shove his, like, very lanky, like, thin body into the wall. Yeah, like, you should Google it. Do you have pictures of him? Yeah, he's not... Buff. No, oh. like you think an Italian love. No, no, and it's not him. Like he's a sweet. Like there's a subset of every nationality that has the geeky computer nerd. So. That's so cute, though. Yeah, and that gets brought into the media too. Oh. Anyway, so they call the police. The police come in, and uh, the door is forced open. Meredith was dead. Did inside. she flush the toilet? This is what I'm thinking about. They should have kept it for DNA. I wish, but like... Can you? I don't think... Yeah, you can. Out of feces? Yeah. I feel like, yeah. You 100% can. I'm telling you this. You can. Also, like, do you know that... They told it on My Favorite Murder, but like, there's a Japanese story where... No, not this. The story I'm talking about right now. There was like a Japanese family that was murdered in Japan. Whatever. And like... Um, they, they've, it's a cold case. They've never found who did it, but like whoever did it left a shit in the toilet. They could, they determined what the last meal they'd had was. It wasn't any food that the family had had or like in the house. So they knew it came from somewhere else outside the house. It wasn't someone in the family, but they have the DNA. So if they ever find cross match, whatever, anyway, so. Wouldn't that be crazy? Like, Yeah. Or, like, if the meal was, like, something that you couldn't get in Japan. Like, I don't know. Like, pineapples or something. Like, really niche. And it was, like, they don't even sell this in here. And it's, like, how did this happen? And it's, like, I don't know. Whatever. I'm creating the story. Let's write the book. Let's write the book. But I feel like if they could have easily, because this police department is the shittiest, but, like, they could have taken that poop and determined that it wasn't Meredith's, Amanda's, or this dude's. Yes, they're shitty, but I think it's because they're a small town. Oh, that's... No, I know that's why. But they... No I, I'm not a fan of the police department. No excuse. In this case. So. Um, cool. Okay, so the... She had been stabbed and had died from exsanguination due to the neck wounds. Exsanguination. Yes, exsanguination. Okay. Do you want me to explain that? I wasn't going to, yes, but if you're curious... explain. Bleeding out. Oh, yeah, it's just yeah. bleeding out. Okay. Vampires exsanguinate their victims. 
and the autopsy interpreted that there was sexual violence due to genitalia. How you would normally determine that. Yeah. Okay. Um, So Amanda Knox, they like... She like quickly went from roommate to suspect like that. What? Yeah, it was very weird, very sharp turn, and like the documentary on Netflix explains it too. Um, it's because of that picture or the footage. Much, yeah, and it's weird. It's like the, the the reason why was because of they said like she didn't react normally to her roommate. Being murdered. Being murdered. Someone she barely knew. One, barely knew. And then two, like, what does, how do people handle things? Yeah, they did go into that. And she didn't get to see her her dead body. Like, they did. This was the crux of their argument. Like, that's why it's in the Lifetime movie. Because that's what they base all their shit off of. They have no evidence that she actually did it. Oh, yeah, no, the Lifetime movie goes There's into it. No. And she's, like, yelling. I mean, Hamilton is like, yelling at the police, being like, what do you She mean? did yell. They have footage yeah, of it. Well, she does she's, yell. Well, and obviously, I didn't watch the documentary, but she's, like, yelling at them, being like, what do you mean I didn't, like, correctly... Yeah, like, no, it's stupid. Emotionally give... what? <laughs> I have a lot of feelings about yeah. that yeah. argument I mean, in police. How is that legally an argument? It's uh, not. <laughs> that's why she was acquitted. <laughs> Like, yeah, anyway. it's just so fucking dumb. Anyway, so this is Amanda Knox. She doesn't look anything like Hayes. No, major. absolutely not. Exactly. That's why it's so a terrible stupid. casting. Yeah, I know what she looks like. She looks so sleepy. I feel sorry for her. She's do you have the picture? Yeah, I do. She was 21. This is Meredith. Oh, she's cute. And they said, like, because they're both two beautiful girls, they, like, were rivals. The. Yeah. And, like, other stuff. Anyway, okay. Hitting so women against one another. They whatever. don't even know each other. They're, like, filming this all happening. Like, the, the police are there, the right? And, like, Meredith and her boyfriend They've known each other for three months. On the sideline. Right? Yeah. And they take that. standing outside of the crime scene because they're not allowed inside the fucking home. And they're holding one another. And, like, because there's footage of this whole thing happening. But that screenshot of them kissing was what people took and ran with it. Like, it's like, they're sitting, they're standing there talking to one another. And he's holding her. Yeah, he's just, like, holding her, like comforting her yeah yeah okay you just you, this is a traumatizing experience you're going to seek comfort in the person who you're, you're going to react to your the way you react yeah like and like your boyfriend's kissing you it's like it's not like they're making to out comfort you they're not yeah. making out they're just you don't know a peck what, on the lips you don't even know what he said to her maybe he was like i'm so glad it wasn't you i'm so glad you came and get me and like she was like thank you and then did it or, like, it's or not like he was, like, we got away with it. Yeah. Kiss. They were, the cops were, like, hey, can you come to, like, the police station? She was, like, sure, I'll give you more information. And then immediately they start grilling her, grilling oh her, grilling God. her, right? Without a lawyer. But, okay, so, so cool. Is she, is that allowed, or? Comes into it. Okay. Yeah. It's not. Um. So, Amanda Knox had implicated her and her employer, Patrick Lumumba. So... 
Remember how I said that she, like, her shift was canceled? So, Knox was employed at a bar, bar called Le Chic, okay. which was owned by a Congolese man. And I totally think race also plays another anyway. thing in here. Uh-huh. Yeah. Because, whatever. So, um, he, like, told her that her shift was canceled and she texted back, see you later. As in, see you at some point in an undefined like future. Like an American phrase. Like, catch you, see you later, direct translation. Like, like, like but yeah. But in, in Italian. Yeah, being, just saying, okay, cool, thanks, see you later. Yeah, exactly. However, the, like, in Italian, what she meant as see you later. Was like, is, I'm going to physically see you later tonight. Exactly. And the police, like, Latched on told to her. Oh my god, they were like drilling her. I was like, no, you did not say that. Well, it's because like, her, what are you telling me about the intent of my message? And also, and like, she her story is like, I was hanging out with my boyfriend. Yeah. yeah. So they're like, well, you're lying to us. Yeah. So. And also, like, she's not fluent in Italian. And also, they're inve- like investigating her. Well, they're so she questioning the- her in, in Italian, Italian all the time, too. And that's the other thing. She, she's confused. Like, yeah, she speaks it pretty well to get along, but like, subtleties of language are difficult exactly and like again intent like you just because something means something in italian and like i'm an american person like it would it's like when we were young i always think about this like as far as like words like the cross translation like it doesn't mean the same thing in one language that it does in another is like when we were growing up and learning spanish like a guy would be like that girl's hot and they'd say guapo but that I mean, not, they wouldn't say guapo. They'd say, like... Caliente? Yes. And it's, like, our teacher had to be, like, that's not it. You'd say guapo. Yeah. Uh, that's what... But that's also, like... I love it. Your teacher's teaching you how to hit on people. One more thing to add to, like, the language differences or whatever. Like, uh, I was hanging out with my cousin in Spain one summer. And we were, like, hanging out with her, her boyfriend, and, like, her boyfriend's friend. And we, like, got in the car after leaving. And she was like, oh, you're, uh, like, I think the dude's name was actually Raphael. And she was like, Raphael thinks you're good. And I was like, cool, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> I'm glad he thinks I'm good. <laughs> like, do you mean, like, nice? And she was like, no, 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 you don't get it. Like, that's slang for, like, hot. And I'm like, ah, oh, he thinks I'm hot? <laughs> and then I was like, oh, my God, tell me more. Like, what did he say? But, like... Yeah, that's the thing. It's like, it might literally mean something, but it doesn't literally mean something. And it's just, yeah. you know? Yeah, whatever. Thinks okay. you're good. I love that. Like, I am good. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I think this phrase is like, like, estas buena. Estas, uh, yeah. yeah. And sometimes they're like, the goodest. Like, she's the goodest. <laughs> <laughs> it's like. I love that. Like, oh man, that dude is like the best. <laughs> And it's, like, hot. It's just funny. Um, Okay, so because of all this, this is, like, skipping to the end, but, like, she, basically, they take this as her, like, implicating him, Patrick Lumumba, and then later on, she gets charged with falsely accusing him of being the one that helped kill her, and she never gets acquitted of that charge. What? So dumb. So dumb. You put words in her mouth. 
Yes, yes. Okay, so the pre-trial publicity in the Italian media and repeated by other media worldwide portrayed Knox in an incredibly negative light, leading to complaints that the prosecution was using character assassination tactics. They slut-shamed her to no end. To no end. They had nicknames Foxy for her. Foxy Knox. Yep, Foxy Knoxy. That was my next sentence. And they said that the death was a part of a sex-craved cult right okay so uh one of the examples that they did like the abuses that they did to her was when she was in jail awaiting trial they did a health test on her and uh they told her that she came out as hiv positive and she was obviously like absolutely devastated because i I think at that point it like was still a death sentence it's gotten a lot better now oh yeah and um like wrecked so she had a diary while she was in jail and she like wrote about all the men that she had slept with trying to remember like which one's the one that could have given it to me like basically just trying to remember so she wrote down all the men that she slept with whether or not they used a condom that diary was then leaked to the media and then they like basically was like she slept with all of this men well they didn't put the context out there they just were like oh she's just listing everyone she's fucked and it was a lie Right. Yeah. She wasn't HIV positive. They were just doing that to, like, mess with her. Oh, my and then, God. Um, like Which, the other... to be fair, might be legal in that country, so, can, you know. Can she, can you, can she counter sue them now that she's acquitted? I think she, she did. did. Okay. Yeah. So, um, the other things that they would say about her was, like, she's this, like sexual like nymphomaniac from america and that um rafael solicito was this shy computer science nerd who at one point said like what's the point of having a girlfriend if you have video games and like he was probably one of or she was probably one of the first couple of girls that he has slept with and like saying like she took her sexual prowess to take advantage of like him to Help her. Like, help her, kill her roommate for God knows what reason they wanted to try and sling it towards and, like, yeah. Right? Okay, so that's... So does he ever... What is What happens to him? What happens? So, um... Other things that were happening, and I can't remember if I wrote this down, but, like, they split them up. Yep. And they take him by himself, and they're, like... Basically, to each of them, they're like, oh, your partner, like, totally ratted you out, said, etc. Like, trying to be, like, bad cop to make them confess. And he, like, was like, oh, my God, maybe you're right. Like, maybe, like, they they keep you in there. They mind fuck you. Yeah. And then yeah. he kind of, like, lied and said, like, I don't know. Maybe she did, like, leave. Maybe, like, while I was asleep, did, like, all of this other stuff and, like, etc. Right? So, they used that, that happened. And then... Amanda, once they get that confession from him, the false confession, I guess, from him, they go to her and say, like, your boyfriend just said that you did it. Like, what do you have to say about that? And she had been in this room being confessed, being slapped. Yeah, they hit her. Like, they hit her a lot. They did. A 21-year-old. And they're like, um... I totally blanked. Uh... Oh, yeah, the, she eventually started thinking, like, maybe I did do it. <gasps> like, if you're telling me I did do it, and I've been in here, and, like, I'm starting to lose, like, that that was happening to her, too. 
god. So she wasn't provided with legal counsel as Italian law would mandate. Um, the appointment of a lawyer for someone suspected of crime. And then, um, oh yeah, like another thing to reiterate was that she voluntarily went to the police station thinking that she was helping the cops and they like turned on her, right? So at her trial, Knox testified that she had spent hours maintaining her original story and that she had been, that she had been with Solicito on the night uh, at his flat all night and had no knowledge of the murder until that she got her. But all of the police didn't believe her. And Knox said, I wasn't just stressed and pressurized. I was being manipulated. She testified as being told by the interpreter, probably I didn't remember well because I was traumatized. So I should try and remember something else. Knox stated, they said that they were convinced that I was protecting someone. They were saying, who is it? Who is it? Who is it? They were saying, here's the message on your telephone. You want to meet up with him. You are a stupid liar. Knox also said to the woman, to a policewoman, was saying, come on, come on, come on, remember, and slap, she'd hit me. Come on, come on, remember, slap, another one. And then, so Knox requested a lawyer, but was told that it would make things worse for her and that it would make her look like she was guilty and that she would have to go to jail for 30 years. She was also said that she was not allowed access to food, water, or a bathroom. And um, Fakara and another policewoman, Lorena Zagarini, testified that during the interview, Knox was given access to food, hot water, hot drinks, and a bathroom. So it's like contradictory information, Mm -hmm. but covering their ass, maybe. So, lies. They further said that Knox was asked... Asked about a lawyer, but did not have one and did not, and was not hit at all. Well, she doesn't have one because she's, she's not. Who has a lawyer in Italy for a casual study abroad yeah. two months in? No one. No one. Yeah. So, um, uh, under pressure, she event, wait. Oh, they, uh, the police people also said that they interviewed her firmly, but politely. Right, slapping. Slapping counts, right? So Knox, under pressure, falsely stated that she had been in the house when Kircher was killed and that she thought the murderer was Lumumba, who Knox knew had been serving customers at his bar all night. Also, like, this is all happening in another language with an interpreter. Like, they could have... Interpreted... Incorrectly. Purposely, by accident, etc., um, so Knox, Solicito, and Lumumba were all taken into custody and charged with murder. His first meeting, her first meeting with legal counsel was on November 11th. Um, 10 days? Yeah. yeah. 10 days? Um, her counsel thought the, wait, no, sorry. Uh, a police person thought that the arrests were premature and dropped out of the investigation as soon as possible, leaving another person, Napoleone, in charge of the major investigation. Uh, for She was in charge for her first major investigation for the first time in her career. <laughs> mm-hmm. So um, people at Le Chic, customers that Lumumba was serving at his bar, gave him the perfect alibi yep. so he was cleared 
and uh, bloodstained fingerprints of Rudy Guede. I want to call him Rudy Giuliani every day. <laughs> Rudy Giuliani somehow. It's weird. He came back to his Italian God, roots. Like, why would Rudy Giuliani, Giuliani murder anyone? Has he murdered people? Oh, I have no idea. Uh, I was like, what are you implicating? Him? Yeah, I was like, what? Don't. Allegedly. Emily is saying this. Allegedly. <laughs> Only Emily. Allegedly. Okay. What, what is he going to do to me? I don't know. Nothing. Let's he, keep going. I just said allegedly, so it doesn't matter. Liar protection work. Mm-hmm. After the bloodstained fingerprints of Rudy Guaide <laughs> were found on the bedding under Kircher's body, Guaide was brought in from Germany where he had fled to. I knew it! I was like, there's four guys below this fucking apartment. They're not the ones that live there. He's, he's the one that friends. He's the friends with, yeah. yeah. Who would come up sometimes. And who knew that there were four women living on the floor above these guys. So. Yeah. So all three of them, Guede, Knox, and Solicito, were all charged with committing the murder together. On November 30th, a panel of three judges endorsed the charges and ordered them to be held into detention awaiting trial. In a formal interview... Knox said that she had been brainwashed to the police investigators into accusing Lumumba and implicating herself. And um, in an initial Skype conversation while he was a fugitive, Guede, uh, he said Amanda had nothing to do with it. Yeah, he, I think, like, I can't remember the exact words. He was like, yeah, blah, blah, blah. Like, I was at that house that night, but, like, Amanda, Amanda wasn't there. Yeah. Like, she has nothing to do with this. Um, but it didn't fit their story, so whatever. What? It didn't fit their story, so they just threw it out. Yeah. Exactly, yeah. And then later, his account changed, and he indirectly implicated them in the murder, and then it denied complete involvement in it. Um, the prosecution said that all three, like, their argument in the trial was all three of them held her down and killed her. And then there was, like, DNA evidence that they had against them, but it was, like, crazy incredibly spotty it was the knife yeah so there was was a knife knife with a tiny speck of amanda's blood in their knife drawer wow wow you know she doesn't live there or anything it might not nick her finger yeah in her own yeah and then there was another one that was like dna evidence uh on the bra clasp but not any of the cloth closest to the clasp. So, like, they were saying that Solicito took her bra off, but somehow did that without getting any of his DNA evidence on the cloth right next, immediately next to the clasp. So, what I'm thinking is, like, they botched the DNA. I don't know, Sam I mean, faked it on purpose also by accident. like, I'm sure Solicito's in their apartment sometimes. Yeah, like maybe he was just stepping somewhere and then her like clasp like touched something. Who knows? Who knows, man? So uh, December 5th, 2009, Knox, by then she was 22 years old, was convicted of the charges of faking a break-in, defamation, sexual violence, murder, and was sentenced to 26 years in prison. Solosito was sentenced to 25 years. In Italy, opinion was not generally favorable to Knox, and an Italian jurist remarked, this is the simplest and fairest crime that one could ever possibly think of terms with evidence. Uh, guilty... I have, a, I have a question. Yeah. How much do you have left? Page. Okay. 
Uh, guilty verdict at Knox's initial trial and her 26-year sentence called, caused international controversy as U.S. forensic experts thought evidence at the crime scene was incompatible with her involvement. In May 2011, the director of the Idaho Innocence Pro. Uh, Idaho Innocence Project, Greg Hampikin, um, a nonprofit that we're probably familiar with, mm-hmm. investigative organization dedicated to proving the innocence of wrongly convicted people, said forensic results from crime scene po- pointed to Guede as the killer and having acted as his own, yeah. on his own. In the United States, the verdict was widely viewed as a miscarriage of justice. And American lawyers expressed concern about pretrial publicity and statements excluded from the murder case were being involved for a contemporaneous civil lawsuit that was heard by the same jury. Knox's defense attorneys were seen as, by American standards, passive in the face of prosecution's use of character assassination. Like, they should have thought it more. Yep. Agreed. Um, court... Court... Ordered review of contested DNA evidence by independent experts known in numerous basic errors in the gathering and the analysis of the evidence and concluded that no evidential trace of Kircher's DNA had been found on the alleged murder also, like, weapon. Also, like, I think they, like, weren't using gloves and shit, right? Stuff like that. Yeah. Maybe. I don't know. Um, which the police found in Solicito's kitchen. Like, also, why would you put it back on the neck drawer? You wouldn't. Yeah. Uh, The review found forensic police examination showed multiple males DNA fragments on the bra class, which had been lost on the floor for 47 days. And the court appointed expert testified that strongly suggests contamination. Uh, On October 3rd, 2011, Knox and Solicito were found not guilty. God bless. Good. In an official statement given the grounds of acquittals, Hellman said that Knox had been confused by the interviews of obsessive duration in a language she was still learning and forensic evidence that did not support the idea that Knox and Solicito were present at the murder. It was emphasized that Knox's first call raised the alarm and brought the police to the house. And under the prosecution's assertion that she had been trying to delay the discovery of the body untenable, like, if, yeah, if you're guilty, why would you try and have someone just it have happens, the body but still, like, I think in this case, it's just. Yeah. Yeah. Another reason why she could have never done it. And her uh, accounts failing to completely match did not constitute evidence that they had been given a false alibi. So, they're. Also, one really important thing, too, is that there is no evidence of any phone calls or texts between Knox, Solicito, or Guede. Or Knox or Solicito with Guede. On March, wow, on March 2015, the ultimate appeal of Knox and Solicito were heard, I guess was heard by the Supreme Court of Cassation. And it ruled that the case was without foundation, therefore Therefore, definitively acquitting them of the murder. Her defamation conviction was upheld, but then the three-year sentence, her defamation conviction of Pumba, I can't remember the name. Yeah. Puma. (laughs) (laughs) 
Lumumba. <laughs> Lumumba. Patrick Lumumba. Yep. There. Yeah. Um, was upheld, but her three-year sentence was already served because she already spent that time in prison because yeah. she had been there for four years. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. It's Rather than home. merely... De- the amount of time college lasted. Yeah. Rather than merely declaring that there were errors in the earlier court cases and that there was not enough evidence to convict, they said that they were innocent of the involvement of the murder. The court published a report on the acquittals citing glaring errors investigative amnesia and guilty omissions whereas a five panel judge said that the prosecution who won the original murder conviction failed to prove a whole truth to back up the scenario that Knox and Solicito killed Kircher. They also stated that there uh, were sensational failures I'm not going to try and say that in Italian in the investigation and that the lower court had been capable of culpable omissions Copelvoli omissioni. Hey, there we go. In ignoring expert testimony that demonstrated contamination of evidence. So, lastly, the compensation that she got in January twenty wow twenty four two thousand nineteen. Wow, what the hell? Last week? Yeah, did y'all not see that? No. Yeah, she was like walking out of jail, looking all pretty. Uh, not out of jail. The European Court of Human Rights ordered Italy to pay compensation to Nogs for violating her rights in the hours after her arrest. Wow. Um, Italy was ordered to pay her 18,400 euros. Okay. Wow. About uh, $20,800 US wow. dollars for not providing her with either a lawyer or a competent interpreter when she was first held with custody. $20,000 for four years is not enough. No, I'm but sorry. at least she got something. No, Very good. Okay, so we'll do this really quickly because we got yeah. a time crunch. Yeah. But what, my question, it's me, I, I made it oh, up. Oh, right. Oh, God. Okay. Yeah. What do you know a lot about that people don't know about you? Monica, so I'm you asking that. on yours? Okay, go. I'm asking that because the theme was you think you know it. So we're saying, like, you think you know us, but do you yeah. really? Okay, Monica, go. Money, go. Uh, either art, like painting, I paint, <laughs> or environmental sustainability. I was the vice president of my high school's environmental club. Yeah. Which a lot of people don't know about me. Yep. And are surprised when they're like, why the fuck are you, like, picking up trash to recycle? Yep. She does not. Yes, she does. <laughs> um, for Like, me... why are you cleaning shit? <laughs> like, why do you have reusable makeup wipes? Why do you ride your bike? Anyway, sorry. <laughs> for Isabel, I would say coffee. I know a lot about coffee. Coffee. Um, and what was the other one? I was supposed to say. Oh, it's about to say Wolf's joke. Oh. oh uh, <laughs> music? Was that? Oh, yeah. And music. Coffee and music, which makes me, or people think because of that, I'm hella hipster. You I'm kind not. of are, but You are, fine. though. <laughs> I'm uh, not. I love how she's like, I'm not, and we're both like, yeah, you yeah, are. You are it's fine. Uh, no one no one cares. No one cares, but I just, I don't think I, ex- whatever. Anyways, we'll get into that coffee um, yeah, argument later on. Um, I guess we're all saying two. Uh, <laughs> uh, K-pop. 
Yeah. Um, as in Korean pop music. And if you like don't know anything about Korean pop music, K pop, like it's just a whole other world. Like it there's is. just no other way to explain it. So um also like hella good music. Just saying. Um and uh models, which I like think I briefly mentioned on the podcast, but like I don't think you guys understand how much I know about the modeling industry and like models themselves. <laughs> also, like Gigi Hadid isn't a real model, no. and that's how I'm going to end this. She is not. So, so with that, we are going to say: Are you Kendall? surprised? Do no, you Kendall have... is not either. Anyway. There's Bella. She's a better model than her sister, but no. Thank God she had all that plastic surgery to make her look like that. Right, like all of her great money that she got from her family to get all the jobs that she got for yeah. herself. Anyway. Anyway, so if you're surprised about any of this, if you want to talk to us about it, we can start some arguments um, about what kind of coffee is <laughs> Or the hopefully, coffee. like, not any arguments, just, like, or, like just great conversations. Yeah. Arguments? <laughs> well, okay, the argument I always get is, like... Isabel's the- ready to fight, is what <laughs> she's trying to say, so... No, I think people have... have fighters, and everyone thinks I'm the one that's gonna murder people. <laughs> Guys, it's me. <laughs> if you haven't gotten it yet, it's Isabel. We like say it at least murder. once a day because of the way that Isabel like texts us sometimes. It's like, yeah, you're gonna murder somebody. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Anyways, so join us next time on Two Girls One Scaredy Cat. We are out of here. Follow us on our socials, which you should know by now. If not, it's it's two the number girls one the number SC. See ya. Bye. SC for see ya later. No. Oh, God. <laughs> I'll see you in a definitive point in the future that right. is undefined. Not see you later in this evening. No. Ciao, Bye. bitches. See what I did there? <laughs> <laughs>